Hello, hello. It's another wonderful day for the Lanre Agboloje show. Today is episode 11. Isis, the virgin of the world. Enjoy. It is especially fitting that a study of hermetic symbolism should begin with a discussion of the symbols and attributes of the Satanic Isis. This is the Isis of Sais, famous for the inscription concerning her which appeared on the front of her temple in that city. I, Isis, am all that has been, that is or shall be. No mortal man had ever me unveiled. Plutarch affirms that many ancient authors believe this goddess to be the daughter of Hermes. Others held the opinion that she was the child of Prometheus. Both of these demigods were noted for their divine wisdom. It is not improbable that her kinship to them is merely allegorical. Plutarch translates the name Isis to mean wisdom. Godfrey Higgins in his Analypsis derives the name of Isis from the Hebrew Iso and the Greek to save. Some authorities, however, for example, Richard Payne Knight, as stated in the symbolical language of ancient heart and mythology, believe the word to be of northern extraction, possibly Scandinavian or Gothic. In these languages, the name is pronounced Isa, meaning ice or water, in its most passive, crystallized negative state. This Egyptian deity, under many names, appears as the principle of natural fecundity among nearly all the religions of the ancient world. She was known as the goddess with 10,000 appellations and was metamorphosed by Christianity into the Virgin Mary. For Isis, although she gave birth to all living things, chief among them the sun, still remained a virgin according to the legendary accounts. Apuleius, in the 11th book of the Golden Ass, ascribes to the goddess the following statement concerning her powers and attributes. Behold, I, I move by thy prayers and present with thee. I, who am nature, the parent of things, the queen of all the elements, the primordial progeny of ages, the supreme of divinities, the sovereign of the spirits of the dead, the first of the celestials, and the uniform resemblance of gods and goddesses. I will rule by my nod the luminous summits of the heavens, the salubrious breezes of the sea, and the deplorable silences of the realms beneath, and whose one divinity the whole orb of the earth venerates under a manifold form, by different rites and a variety of appellations. Hence, the primogenial Phrygians call me 
Pisonuktika, the mother of the gods, the Attic Aborigines, Caesarean Minerva, the floating Cyprians, Parthian Venus, the arrow-bearing Cretans, Diana Dictina, the three-tongued Sicilians, Stygian Prosperspine, and the Eleusians, Eleusinians, the ancient goddess Ceres. Some also call me Juno, others Bellona, others Hesit, and others Ramnusia. And those who are illuminated by the incipient rays of that divinity, the sun, when he rises, these the Ethiopians, the Ari, and the Egyptians skilled in ancient learning, worshipping me by ceremonies perfectly appropriate, call me by true, by my true name, Queen Isis. Le Plongion believes that the Egyptian myth of Isis had the historical basis among the Mayas of Central America, where this goddess was known as Queen Mu. In Prince Ko, the same author finds a correspondence to Osiris, the brother-husband of Isis. Le Plongion's theory is that Mayan civilization was far more ancient than that of Egypt. After the death of Prince Kor, his widow, Queen Mu, fleeing to escape the wrath of his murderers, sought refuge among the Mayan colonies in Egypt, where she was accepted as their queen and was given the name of Isis. While Le Plongion may be right, the possible historical queen sinks into insignificance when compared with the allegorical, symbolic world virgin. And the fact that she appears among so many different races and peoples discredits the theory that she was a historical individual. A short story about Isis and her family. In the ancient world, the year had 360 days. The five extra days were gathered together by the god of cosmic intelligence to serve as the birthdays of the five gods and goddesses who are called the sons and daughters of Ham. Upon the first of these special days, Osiris was born and upon the fourth of them, Isis. The number four shows the relation that this goddess bears to the earth and its elements. Typhon, the Egyptian demon or spirit of the adversary, was born upon the third day. Typhon is often symbolized by a crocodile. Sometimes his body is a combination of crocodile and hog. Isis stands for knowledge and wisdom, and according to Plutarch, the word Typhon means insolence and pride. Egotism, self-centeredness, and pride are the deadly enemies of understanding and truth. This part of the allegory is revealed.
after Osiris, symbolized as the sun, had become king of Egypt and had given to his people the full advantage of his intellectual light, he continued his path through the heavens, visiting the peoples of other nations and converting all with whom he came in contact. Plutarch further asserts that the Greeks recognizing Osiris, the same person whom they revered under the names of Dionysus and Bacchus. While he was away from his country, his brother Typhon, the evil one, like the Loki of the Scandinavia, plotted against the sun god to destroy him. Gathering 72 persons as fellow conspirators, he attained his nefarious end in a most subtle manner. He had a wonderful ornamented box, made just the size of the body of Osiris. This he brought into a banquet hall where the gods and goddesses were feasting together. All admired the beautiful chest, and Typhon promised to give it to the one whose body fitted it the most perfectly. One after one, another lay down in the box, but in disappointment rose again, until at last Osiris also tried. The moment he was in the chest, Typhon and his accomplices nailed the cover down and sealed the cracks with molten lead. They then cast the box into the Nile, down which it floated to the sea. Plutarch states that the date upon which this occurred was the 17th day of the month Iker, when the sun was in the constellation of Scorpio. This is the most significant, for the scorpion is a symbol of treachery. The time when Osiris entered the chest was also the same season that Noah entered the ark to escape from the deluge. Plutarch further declares that the pans and setters, the nature spirits and elementals, first discovered that Osiris had been murdered. This immediately raised an alarm, and from this incident, the word panic, meaning fright or amazement of the multitudes, originated. Isis, upon receiving the news of her husband's murder, which she learned from some children who had seen the murderers making off with the box, at once robbed herself in mourning and started off for the quest of him. At length, Isis discovered that the chest had floated to the coast of Babylon. There it had lodged in the branches of a tree, which in a short time miraculously grew up around the box. This so amazed the king of that country that he ordered the tree to be cut down and the pillar made from his trunk to support the roof of his palace. Isis, visiting Babylon, recovered the body of her husband, but it was again stolen by Typhon, who cut it into 14 parts, which is scattered all over the earth. Isis, in despair, began gathering up the severed remains of her husband, but found only 13 pieces. The 14th part, the phallus, she reproduced in gold, for the original had fallen into the river Nile and had been swallowed by a fish. Typhon was later slain in battle by the son of Osiris. Some of the Egyptians believed that the souls of the gods were taken to heaven when they shone forth as stars. It was supposed that the soul of Isis 
gleamed from the dark star while Typhon became the constellation of the bear. It is doubtful, however, whether this idea was generally accepted. Among the Egyptians, Isis is often represented with a headdress consisting of the empty throne chair of her murdered husband and this peculiar structure was accepted during the dynasties as a hieroglyphic. The headdress of the Egyptians have great symbolic and emblematic importance for they represent the auric bodies of the superhuman intelligences and are used in the same way that the nimbus halo and aureo are used in Christian religious art. This has been another recording of the Lanre Agboloje show, an excerpt from the secret teachings of all ages. Isis. the virgin of the world. Until next time, take care and God bless.